Hi, my name is Angela. And I'm Sage. And welcome to episode five of the Trail Mix Podcast. Yeah. Yes. Today we want to talk about um, setting expectations for our future based on our past experiences in our upbringing and how we want to pretty much incorporate that into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty much, sorry, my sock. Pretty much how we want to like raise our kids and manage our lives and our much. finances mm-hmm. and just how we want to set for success mm-hmm. essentially yeah yes so do you want to start or sure okay um so one thing i wanted or i've always wanted to do was dabble in real estate um not necessarily being a realtor or whatnot but having investment properties and uh having uh, residual income properties that, you know, we own or we're buying to own, but technically they're being paid by other people. Um, And that just comes with financial security and being smart with your money way before you get to that point. You know what I mean? Um, To buy a house is hard enough, but to save up and get down payments for other ones and uh, just be smart with your money like that, it takes a lot of uh, sacrifice, not sacrifice, but... uh, Determination, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, just being very strict with your finances, I guess, is the good word. So yeah, um, growing up for me personally, uh, my mother never owned property, so I feel like growing up, I never really had like any knowledge mm-hmm. about it until I got older, and I was like, okay, well, you look at other people and what their lives look like when they're successful. And I'm not saying owning property equates like success. That's not necessarily the case. But like being able to have that equity mm-hmm. in property and real estate is, I don't know, like a, a smart financial decision. Yeah, because then you always have something to fall back on. Either you have mm-hmm. something to move into later or sell if you need to, you know, yeah. like for a lump sum of money. Or if you just lose your job, then you have people renting out a house or two or something. Yeah. And then you always have money coming in and your equity is still building because that rent is still getting paid or that mortgage is still getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mom bought her first house in, when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. And we lived in it for like three or four years, and then she rented it out, and we were staying with her boyfriend at the time. And uh, it's just always something good to have. It's not an easy job, you know what I mean? You still have to deal with tenants and repairs and all this stuff, but it was always something I wanted to dabble in, at least. Especially as a form of uh, passive income, Mm -hmm. like having ways to make money that isn't a nine-to-five. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, I think that um, being able to create a portfolio, in our case, we decided to do properties, um, will, I don't know, allow us to, like you said, build equity and create, I guess, in a sense, a lifestyle that we want. Mm -hmm. And I felt like our decision was properties, rental properties. Yeah, I'm thinking about going for my real estate license just to have it, you know what I mean? Uh, Not that it's going to be my normal nine to five job, but just so you have the knowledge in it and you can jump through extra hoops that uh, people without the license can't get through without a realtor or broker, um, without paying a realtor or broker to be on your side. So Yeah, you can just do it yourself. Yeah, and I'm in love with HGTV too. Oh, we watch a lot of HGTV together. (laughs) So, you know, I feel like, and I've done it, 
not done it before, but I've helped kind of build houses and my last boss like rented out a lot of houses. So I got a little knowledge here and there and you know, it's fun and interesting. It's definitely keeps you busy if it is, or even if it isn't your normal job. Um, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, another thing that we would like to build for ourselves is, as we said, passive income. A way to do that is through rental properties. Growing up, I, of course, had my mom, but she only really worked one job, but she mm -hmm. was working all the time. So I feel like being able to have forms of passive income, it allows you to have, in a sense, your freedom. Yeah, because you're not relying on your paycheck every two weeks or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little weight off your shoulders, knowing that you have money coming in, knowing that you're working towards owning another piece of property, building equity, like you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, um, there's nothing wrong with, of course, having a nine to five and doing that for the rest of your life. Like, a lot of people are successful that way. Not like, that's all. kind of how our economy is designed yeah. for people to work and then work until they're 65 and then retire with a pension plan or social security and like that's just how it's set up but the way things are going now <laughs> yeah knows? so um being able to have the freedom of passive income you also gain time i would say mm -hmm. since you don't have to work as as not as hard as the nine to five but that doesn't have to be your primary source of income yeah you're not doing the eight nine hours a day you know what i mean like mm -hmm. steady but yeah there's a lot of work that goes into it, especially if you're like actively buying houses or flipping them or if you have two or three properties that you're renting out to people, that can almost be a full-time job in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what is something else that you'd like to incorporate to into our future that we didn't necessarily have growing up? Um, one thing I want to incorporate is having a family and tradition. Not just having a family like kids and whatnot, but having traditions where it's like certain holidays we do things or, you know, during summer breaks we go and camp or do something like that. Just something that involves the whole family. And because uh, I want my future kids to have good family values and just a sense of being around people that love them and know that um, they have people that are always there for them. Um and I've always just wanted to be a good dad. You know what I mean? I wanted to have that opportunity to uh, be there for my future kids. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have that growing up. So just to show that, I feel like it would be good for the soul in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> feels good soul. to be there for someone, especially kids of your own. Yeah. I agree. Growing up, we had that. Like, family traditions and things of that nature we didn't go on very many family vacations because we didn't have a lot of money but we did spend time together like my mom she she used to go on fridays i believe it was fridays we would get like burger king and bust um what do you call it movie buster blockbuster, blockbuster. <laughs> movie blaster <laughs> blockbuster and we get to pick a movie and then we would like have them rent it for the weekend we yeah. used to do that together she used to take us to like the um neighborhood carnival whenever it was in town like we did a lot of family things together we didn't have a lot but we did a lot with what we had does mm -hmm. that make sense yeah yeah so i would love to incorporate like incorporate that into our future yeah 
Yeah. My blockbuster experiences where my mom would get a movie for her to watch and mm-hmm. I'd just get a game and then go in my room and play by myself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the only child life. But yeah. no, we watched a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I was never together. a movie person. Yeah. We would either get pizza or Burger King and we would like watch movies together. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that I really would like to. Like that family bond and family time is something that I really want us to incorporate into our lifestyles when yeah. we have children. Mm-hmm. And traveling is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I traveled a little bit here and there. Usually it was to the same places just to see family or friends of my mom's that I knew. Um, yeah. But traveling to new places and getting experiences like that are second to none. You know what I mean? It's a unique experience every time you go and everywhere you go. Even if you go to the same place, um, I feel like it's a new experience every time. Um, I agree. Because you went to the same hotel in Mexico twice, once mm-hmm. with friends and once with me. And was it a totally different experience each time? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it was a different experience. Yeah. Same place, but you create different memories. Mm-hmm. So, well, new memories. Yeah. And just meeting so. new people and experiences, experiencing different cultures and different types of food and different environments. Especially for young kids, I think that would be cool for them to learn growing up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just so they're not ignorant about how the world is outside of the little town or city they live in. I agree. Um, I didn't travel very much growing up or at all, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the extent of it was like a field trip to California and that's like what, a hop and a skip away. But we didn't branch out anywhere like dramatic. Like I didn't travel internationally until I was in college. Mm -hmm. And after that, I was like, I am going everywhere. No one can stop me. (laughs) No, but yeah, I would also really like that. Just because like, I don't know, you do. You gain a lot when Mm -hmm. you travel internationally. And I feel like doing that as a family would be nice. Yeah. What's your favorite place you've traveled to so mm, far? It's hard. Or your favorite trip? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like all the trips that I've been to have been special in their own right. Yeah. Because they've been all like very d- different. And different places or different friends you go with or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. I don't know if I had a favorite. Mine would have to be Mexico last time we went. That was your first international trip. Yeah, I went when I was like two or three to Mexico, mm, I guess. and uh, I only had one memory of that, but that's when I was like two or three, and my, I was like, we're at the beach, mm-hmm. and I told my mom, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. She's like, just go in the ocean, you know, <laughs> and my little kid mind was like, okay, so I go to the shoreline, and then pull down my pants and just pee in the water. <laughs> you weren't discreet about it at all. No, instead of, you know, going into the ocean and mm-hmm. just... Letting it loose, you were like at the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she said, "Go pee in the ocean." She, I listened. You did. You I did. listened the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mexico was fun. You know what I mean? And it just, it just got me thinking of life after working and stuff like retirement. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind retiring in a different country or a totally different place. Um, just be fun. You know, traveling just gets you a lot of experiences you'll never get if you never leave your town or exactly. even your country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we went on a trip in high school where we went to the East Coast. Um, and it was a totally different experience, but it wasn't an international trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same experience, but the same thing. Because mm-hmm. you're used to seeing that stuff on TV or whatnot. So it's not like brand new. 
Yeah, it's still the same culture. Yeah. At the end of the day, like we're still Americans, just mm-hmm. Americans in a different place. Which I mean, I'm not gonna knock in country travel because that's also really important it is. to see like what else your country has to offer. Like that's still great as well. But like stepping outside of the American culture and well, in our case, we're Americans, we live in America, but stepping outside of that or just North American culture in general mm-hmm. is like in a sense astounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And to answer your question, I don't know. I don't have a favorite one. Hmm. I've just I don't know. They're all different and special in their own way. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yes. What else? What'd did you, you say? Did you have anything? I feel like I answered the last few. I did. I agree. Oh, you agreed? <laughs> yes. International travel travel is, I don't know. I just think that it would be really cool to experience that as a family. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about traveling with little kids, but. They got to be at least five. Yeah. Because I'm not wasting money for something they won't remember or appreciate or ruin my experience. Yeah. Well, the, the experience will be ours and not theirs. Yeah, but they're going to ruin my experience. <laughs> wow. Can I get drunk by the pool? No, I got to watch the kid and change the diaper. Can I go on an ATV ride? No, we got to watch the kid and change the diapers. And then you can do other things. Unless like we take have pictures of your kid on the shoreline. Yeah, That's unless cute. we have like a 10-year-old and then a young one. Like, take care of her. We're going to go over here. Wow. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. Um. What about that last one? The last one? Yeah. Well, first, I would like my children to grow up in two-parent household. That's a good one. That's, because makes I didn't difference. have that. Yeah. You didn't have that. So experiencing that together will be something, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, that helped the kids more, you know what I mean? You think? Yeah. I'm not saying that one-parent households are... I was going to say, r- I yeah, be, I was going to say rough, say but it's just different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't get that family dynamic as much, or especially me, I didn't, but... Well, you're different because you're an only child. Yeah. With a single parent, so yeah. I imagine that was probably a little bit. And then you tougher, just learn but... how a real relationship should be. You know, what I mean, you mm-hmm. see relationships. It's not weird to you. It's not something True. totally new to you when you're in college or mm-hmm. a young adult. So. Yeah, the weird thing. Yeah, I thought like I don't know, just not experiencing it, and then like experiencing it at like a friend's house. It is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So not to bestow that on our children would be cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like a nuanced thing. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter, but... No. I mean, I don't plan on having kids and not raising them. Well, I don't plan on having kids and not raising them, so... There we go. There we are. Um, (laughs) And then I want to be, or... We've talked about this, but I would enjoy for us to both be really active parents. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, like, we have time to take our kids to, like, extracurriculars, like, sports games and being involved in that and their upbringing. Not that we didn't experience that, but we experienced it differently, Mm -hmm. having only one parent. Yeah. Like, especially having parents that work all the time. Um, They don't necessarily have the time to be involved in our extracurriculars the way that we would see fit when you have when you're going to basketball games and then like your friends and all of their family is in the stands but you don't have anyone yeah yeah so so that's how it was for me for sports i'd catch rides with my friends and whatnot or coaches to games it was the same for me my mom was never she was there a few times don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. but 
it's not like I knocked her for that. I know what yeah. she's doing, but it's just to have that support, someone calling your name in the stands, a voice that you recognize, not just, you know, a friend's parent or whatnot. Yeah. Um, it was always special when she did come to certain games, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I agree. I remember when I used to play um, basketball in eighth grade. Um, one of my final games, my mom and my aunts came, and I was like so excited. Yeah. At first, like I didn't even realize that I cared whether or not my mom was there until she was there. And then you cared. And then I was like, oh man, look, this is different. I was like getting on my hustle, like making sure I get down the court. I played center because I'm really tall. Yeah. Because I was like making sure I get down to the court and like. You know, like I was putting in that extra effort, but I didn't because at first I was like, oh, I don't care whether or not she comes to this game. I barely cared about playing basketball. I was bribed to play, so I didn't really care too much. But then like when she was there that one time that my mom and my aunt were there, I was like stoked. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it was going to be important to me until I had her and my aunt there my aunt's there because those are the most important people to you. And then you're trying to show off for them. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also I played band. I was in band in middle school. My mom she did support band, like she would come to my recitals and things like that. But where did you play? I played clarinet. Yeah, first chair two years because you can't pay play first chair your first year. Not bad. Yeah, so I went from beginning band to advanced band. First and then chair. I let it go when I went to high school because we didn't have band. Oh, yeah, we didn't have any music. Hmm. That's what happens when you go to tech schools. They spend all your money on your programs and not on any other extracurriculars. Hmm. It's a a trade-off. But yeah, so... But then to be there for, you know, kids' games or even practice. Like, if I had someone at home that was, like, helping me practice for sports or doing extra practice at home, Mm -hmm. I would have been better and probably would have cared more. Yeah. Because I usually... I just played sports, like... Because it was another thing to do with friends. You know what I mean? Go to games, practice, you're hanging out with friends, but... I never put too much into it. Then when I would go home, I just you know play video games or whatnot, do what I wanted to do. But mm-hmm. if I had someone there like on the weekends to practice with or whatnot, it would have been more engaging. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that too. I just like went to practice and then came home and like didn't really care. But then I had teammates who were very involved. But like they had like even siblings who played basketball the year before us, or mm-hmm. yeah, and they would like spend that time together with them and their siblings would be at their games all the time and stuff like that. So I think that that would be a nice dynamic to have it in our would, family. For sure. Yeah. So um, at the beginning, a lot of it we talked about was financial related. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes from the fact that both of us were not well off. Like I would say that I grew up in poverty. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did go to a private uh, junior high and high school, but that's where all the money went, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't, to, you know, it was like three to five grand a year. Yikes. But still, I mean, that's a good amount for a single parent, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're paying for rent that's and an everything. In, like an in-state college tuition per yeah. term or per semester. And, uh, you know, she had to pay for gas and stuff because we live far from everything in Hawaii. It's not like, oh, it's only a mile there. No, it's like six, seven, eight miles in the town, you know what Jeez. I mean? So. There's a lot of bills that had to come out of that, and with school being so much, and then uniforms and all the things they make you pay for at private schools, it's it got expensive. So yeah, uh, you know, not being that well off, I want to provide for our kids so they don't know the struggle. Yeah. But I don't want them to be bougie and all. Of course not. Acting like they know shit and <laughs> acting like they got money. Mm-hmm. So just 
the premise is financial stability. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's really important, especially when you go without, like, not... Like, my mother, she never, like, let us know that we were poor. Like, that was never her MO. Like, we didn't realize... Like, I didn't realize I was poor until I left being poor. Yeah. In the sense that you don't realize you don't have until you end up being around people who do have. And you're like, oh, all right. Like... Yeah. And see, I I knew that because I went to a private school, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like... All and my I can friends see that. had money. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I think I said in in the past podcast, but like, I had classmates where their friends or their moms were lawyers and judges, or one of my wow. friends' dad was a dentist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or business owner. So it's like growing up around that, you kind of realize you don't have the money, but and it and you try to like keep up with them in the mm-hmm. sense like for soccer, I would try to get the nice soccer cleats, but you know they're a hundred, two hundred dollars. But I would get the cheaper version of the same shoes for like 50, 60. So they look the same, but they're definitely not. So it's like just, and that wasn't the good trait to have, you know what I mean? Trying to live outside your means to try and keep up with people that probably didn't even care what you were wearing or rocking anyways. So. Yeah, I heard this thing. Never, don't keep up with the Joneses because the Joneses are broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so like you were saying, it's like... I don't know. Like, I can understand from your perspective when literally you went to a private school. And typically, kids at private schools are well off. Yeah. You know? So, you're not having a lot. It's, like, blatant in your face all the time. But me, I grew up in a poor area with other poor people. So, when you go to school, everybody doesn't have nice shoes. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone isn't wearing the latest and the greatest J's. Like, that's just what it is. Until I moved out of that and was like, oh... People are making fun of me because of the clothes that I have on. Like, mm-hmm. why? You're also poor, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like middle class from being poverty to like middle class. And these people also didn't have very much, but they were very materialistic and I didn't understand it. But um, yeah, so just being financially stable is really important to us. Yeah. Just so you're not stressed out about money. Mm-hmm. Like, I always remember my mom being stressed out about money and not having enough for this or having to cancel this because we didn't have enough for it so i just don't want that extra stress life is stressful enough yeah and especially trying to maintain a good relationship with your other half or your kids in the future like Mm -hmm. that's enough stress you don't need money stress on top of that yeah Yeah. just adds to your worries Mm -hmm. yeah is there anything else that you have no, I mean, I think that pretty much covered it. I mean, there's probably other little things here and there, but for main topics, it's really uh, financial security and... Passive income. And having a real family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Passing those family traditions on to our future kids. Mm-hmm. Not that we have any planned anytime soon, but... No. No. <laughs> I can't but, take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But we're just thinking about it. These are things that we've talked about before, but I guess not in as much detail. No. Because I want to plan everything that happens. Because mm-hmm. then that's how you get behind on money or financial security. You know what I mean? You have a kid at 20, and then it's like, it's hard to play catch up after that. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Well, we're both past 20, so that's a good starting point, yeah. wouldn't you say? Almost 30. You mm. are. I still have some some years in my tank. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Versus your, what, three? Two. two. You're not 28 yet. Almost. You just turned 27. Almost. Three racks. 
Anyway, so we were given a question that I think yeah. would be really fun okay. um, to chat about. Let me find it. Um, but yeah, we were asked this question. Yeah, the top. Is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, so we were asked this question, and um, I guess we can chat about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were asking, we were asked, sorry, what are some of your relationship milestones? Example, passing gas in front of each other. <laughs> So if you don't know, passing gas is farting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what what are some of ours, I guess? Um, First question, do you fart in front of me? Yes. Do I fart in front of you? Rarely. Not rarely. Only when you're upset. Shut up. No. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But at I first I did try and hide it. You did. Okay, so I guess we can tell the story about how... You first started farting in front of me because it's kind of comical. Okay. Good. Okay. So uh, early on to our re- early into our relationship, we took a road trip to um, L.A. Well, yeah. it was like Redondo Beach area. Just to get Roscoe's mainly. Yeah, he wanted Roscoe's chicken, and I was like, we have I have a, a long weekend, so our off days lined up. So we we're like, oh, let's take a road trip. So we go on our road trip, and then like the first night we were there, we were in the hotel room. <laughs> And he would, he, we had just eaten, like, what did we eat? So we had five guys. And then a side pizza. And a pizza from Blaze Pizza or something. Yeah. There's... Like the little personal ones. Yeah, yeah. And they're, like, right next to each other. So we just grabbed them both. We couldn't pick which one we wanted, right? So, and um, I was drinking, too. Mm-hmm. So... And so we go back to the room, we finish eating our dinner, and then he kept going back to the bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, I have to fart, don't look at me. And I'm like, what? And he like kept running to the bathroom to like leave his fart in the bathroom and then come back to lay down. And I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you can fart in front of me, even if it stinks. And then ever since then, we've been farting. And she regrets saying that. Yeah, <laughs> because your farts stink. Sometimes. Sometimes. Don't well, blow me up. Well, mine are usually silent, but deadly. Deadly. Sorry. But yeah, so that's that. Um, I don't know. What other ones would you think people, like, it's kind of taboo? Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's different than it used to be. You think? Yeah. Because, like, showering or going to the bathroom. That's what I was going to say. The other one is, like, peeing and pooping in front of each other. Yeah. Or, like, with the door open. We usually keep the bathroom door open. No, we shut it. I mean, there's a gap in it because we have to towel over the door, but it's not, But it's open. Yeah. Or, like, when I I try to take a shower, I turn the water on, and within seconds, she's there by the door just (laughs) looking. I just got to go see. Yeah. You see what's happening in the shower. Peeping Tom. Just got to peep in. You do the same thing. Don't you even try to blow up my spot. You're right. And then pooping. I like privacy. <laughs> You've never told me this before. And, um, you just don't say anything. Yeah. And eventually you go away. <laughs> <laughs> you like privacy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, now I know. I'll leave you alone next time. That's not a big deal, but... The only thing, we don't really watch each other wipe. No. That's a that's little weird. bit... That's a little bit much. It's not even like we watch each other. It's just like for a second, we'll go in, say hi. Okay, bye. Bye. Or if I have something to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Whether or not you're pooping or yeah. peeing, I don't care. Yeah. It's just not pleasant in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We're not going to go into anything graphic. No. But no, it's not... <laughs> It's not pleasant. 
But yeah, so I don't know. I feel like our um, our barriers for vulnerability are gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're very vulnerable to one another, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, I wouldn't say nothing is off limits, but most things are, most off things, limits, yeah. are not off limits. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. speaking about Five Guys... <laughs> What are your three favorite fast food fries? Ooh. Okay. Three if you don't favorite. know, I can do mine first while you think about them. Does it have to be um, just like the fry itself or can you include its toppings as well? You can you include mean, its... Or do you want potato for potato? You can include its topping, I guess. But what if without the topping, the fries are borderline trash? Is it even worth talking about it? Yeah, because I'd eat in out in and out animal style fries all the time, but if it's not animal style, they are borderline trash. Borderline trash. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. It can be an honorable well, let me let well, me say so like, my in and out my choice of in and out is an honorable mention just because their fries are bomb animal style, but just plain you have to get them crispy, fried crispy and for them to not be trash. Yeah. You got to get animal style fries well done with chilies. Yes. That's how you got to get them. Yes. But, okay, cancel out that. But if it's a little seasoning on it, you can do those. Okay. But not a whole. Like five guys Cajun versus five guys plain. Yeah. Okay. So my top three. Okay, so you can go first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have yours? No. Okay, then. So, first would be Cajun style from Five Guys. That's your number one. That's my number one. Straight off the gate. That's Straight your number one. Yeah. Okay. Number two, I just changed this up. This you one did. Wasn't because... in there. No, this next one. Oh. Number two, lemon pepper fries from Wingstop. Oh, now you talking. Those are good. Because they're kind of like Five Guy oh. fries, like thick and like natural cut, I it would say. It looks like it actually comes from a potato. Yeah. And then third, Maybe just because it's a novelty, I would have to go with McDonald's fries. All right. <laughs> and I, a friend of mine, who I did this too, but my friend of mine liked McDonald's fries cold. So we'd go yeah. to McDonald's when we were chilling. We'd go to McDonald's and he would get two large fries. One to eat right then and one he just put in the fridge right away. That's gross. And two hours later, they'd come out and they're pretty good. You know what I mean? No. Especially the ones that were really good were the soggy wet ones. But I think, to those be honest, those good. are the only ones that are good reheated. Those are good ones, yeah. The no, not ones. reheated. Cold oh, from the thing. That's gross because the inside's like a sponge. Yeah. I was going to say Chick-fil-A Same. fries just because I like waffle fries, but they're not that special. You need the they sauce with it. They almost taste like Lay's potato chips. Yeah, you need like the I sauce with it. I feel like they really it. do. Yeah. Uh, All right, what about you? We only get three. Just three. Oh, God. Okay, so I don't know if I have an order. Okay. But I'm going to say, in my top three, I'm going to go with Five Guys Cajun Fries. Good choice. They're definitely up there. I want to go Jack in the Box Curly Fries. Solid choice. And number three would have to be, I don't want to go two curly options. You can't. But you honorable mission is Arby's curly fries. That's the only thing at Arby's that isn't trash to me. 
I honestly cannot care less. I can't remember the last time I had. They have Jamocha shakes that are used to be so bomb to me, and then I had like I was dieting for a while, and then I like went and got one because I was really craving it, and it was trash. And I was mm-hmm. so sad, and I haven't had one since. But those are two things are the only thing worth my time at Arby's. Arby's. Honestly, are the fries and the Jamocha shakes. I don't think I've been to Arby's since like 2013. Good, you don't need to go. Okay, good. Um, and then number three, I would say lemon pepper fries at. Wingstop. Copycat. I know, but... They're Mc- good. McDonald's is not worth the hype. They're fries. Especially the lemon pepper fries from Wingstop with the honey mustard. Ooh. What you talking? So good. What you talking? <laughs> so good. Man, but their ranch is probably some of the best ranch on the market. You're confused. Ranch he doesn't like ranch. is overrated. You are over... <laughs> Rated. <laughs> Not as I'm much as kidding. ranch. No, I'm just kidding. Ranch is tra- the only ranch that's worth eating is Jimmy John's because it's got jalapenos in it. And it's a little bit spicy. That kicking ranch. Yeah, but the black and ranch at Popeyes is also really good. Popeyes fries are also pretty good too. Popeyes, yeah, but not my top three. But once they're cold, they're trash. Yeah, because they just get hard. Almost like Burger sticks. King. Burger McDonald's. King fries are just. Trash and like trash. What are you talking about? I think it's because my childhood I ate a lot of Burger King. But Whoppers so are good sandwiches, are like really but their fries are trash. Uh, I wouldn't agree. It's you know okay. who have used to have really trash fries? Wendy's. And they then, have trash fries right now. No, and then they got the natural cut with sea salt, and then they elevated it. But I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying that they're edible. No, right now they're trash. I think they took out the sea salt or the flavoring or whatnot, but they really? are trash. I haven't had them in a very long time. Trash. Man, how unfortunate. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I mean, we can talk all day about fries. We could. I know you could. Yeah, I love french fries. Yeah. I need to come back. Sweet potato fries, though. Hooey! No one's good. There's a place in town by us. Um, sweet potato fries, truffle style. So good. So good. So good. I didn't think that they would be that good because truffle is like really savory. And sweet potatoes are pretty sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. But together, they're actually really good. Yeah. Who would have thought? So, I don't know. I wonder. You know who also sells um, sweet potato fries who? and truffle fries? Yard House. So, I wonder if you go to Yard House Yard and House. ask them for sweet potato truffle you fries if could. they'll serve you. Nothing beats those truffle fries from that birthday dinner you took me to at Capitol Grill. Ooh-wee, those are really good. Those are amazing. I think they have, like, actual pieces of garlic in it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Call it instead of just talking about fries for four hours. Yeah. Let's not bore them anymore. Uh-huh. But yeah, if you guys have anything else, leave us comments. Yeah. Any topics you want us to talk about mm-hmm. or what are your favorite fries? Absolutely. See if you guys have terrible opinions. Can you let <laughs> us know whether or not you also agree that McDonald's fries cold is trash? <laughs> They're so gross. I'm sorry. I said it. Anyways, if my if my friend's watching that uh, likes those cold McDonald's fries, and his girlfriend also does not like them. No, she does. I thought she did. No, she loves them. Cold. I thought we had a conversation about it. Oh no, maybe she told That's me that she tried it and it was good, and so she was upset. Yeah, they both like them. That's why so this, it was oh, funny. Oh yeah, I See? forgot we were talking about that. Yeah, they yes. both like them cold, so they probably go get three or four large fries and put two in the fridge right away. That's too much. It's good. The next morning. Hmm, Anyways, we hope you guys liked this episode. Um, what would you want to incorporate into your adult life or parenting based on how you grew up and your experiences? 
Uh, yeah. Let us know. Yeah. All right. Let us know. If you're listening on Spotify, we're available on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, we are available on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We hope you guys have a nice Sunday. And uh, good luck with the rest of the week with yeah. this whole quarantine thing going on. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. See ya. Bye.